Pushkin. You can find inspiring stories almost anywhere. For instance, check out the co-founders of Girls Who Do Interiors. This Miami-based design company was started by three friends when they were still in school. And right from the start, they turned to Chase for Business for everything from banking and payment acceptance to credit cards. And they handle them all in one place with the Chase mobile app. It's so important to have that kind of help when you're just starting out. Learn more at chaseforbusiness.com. Make more of what's yours. Chase mobile app is available for select mobile devices. Message and data rates may apply. J.P. Morgan Chase Bank N.A. member FDIC. The most innovative companies are going further with T-Mobile for Business. Tractor Supply trusts 5G solutions from T-Mobile. Together, they're connecting over 2,200 stores with 5G business internet and powering AI so team members can match shoppers with the products they need faster. This is enriching customer experience. This is Tractor Supply with T-Mobile for Business. Take your business further at tmobile.com slash now. Last spring, my friend Stephanie and I had a chance to travel to Rome as part of her research trip. And as usual when I travel, we stayed at an amazing Airbnb. It was the perfect spot to check out the sights and just relax. But what was happening to my house while I was away? Did you know that while you're away, your home could be an Airbnb? Most people don't think about their space as an Airbnb, but hosting can easily fit into your lifestyle. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Hey everyone, welcome to Talk Easy, a weekly podcast of interviews with fascinating people from all walks of life. I'm your host, Sam Fragoso. Thank you for tuning in. This week on the show, we have singer-songwriter Mac DeMarco. Born in Duncan, British Columbia, Canada, I think I got that right, but raised in Edmonton, Alberta, Mac comes from a family of musicians. Despite his attempts to not be part of the family business, he eventually gave in during high school. His first release as Mac DeMarco as we know him now was an EP titled Rock and Roll Nightclub, a trippy four-track record that hinted at the eccentric lyrical weirdness to come. Acclaim followed quickly after the release of his first full-length album, Two, which was christened by Pitchfork's coveted Best New Music label. But if Two was the record that put DeMarco on the indie rock map, then his next album, Salad Days, was the one that let him own it. Released in 2014, this sophomore record solidified his sound, which is a type of seamless slacker stoner rock that inspired dozens of pale imitators. Mac has attracted a sort of cult following, especially here in the Bay Area. This was especially true during my freshman year of college, which is when I discovered his music through friends. Thank you, Jack. Thank you, Max. Hell, Salad Days was essentially the soundtrack to that year. It reminds me of any time I play Fleetwood Mac or Hollow Notes for my mom, who, without fail, will say, Oh, God, this sounds like college all over again. Mac was kind of like that for my friends and I. He played during the day while we procrastinated writing our shitty biology papers, and he played on the weekends when all we wanted to do was dance. And so having Mac on the show is kind of strange and amazing. We recorded the episode in the basement of the Warfield before his show this past Saturday night, where we talked about the madness of tour life, his long-term relationship with his girlfriend and muse, and a lot more. But first we started with his public persona, which is someone who is endlessly goofy and outlandish unable to take anything in life even a little bit serious. In the press, Mac is often billed as this gap-toothed prince of indie rock, 
irreverent, maddening, untamable. After talking to him for about an hour, I'm still not entirely sure whether those descriptions are accurate or inaccurate. At times, they seem fair. To no surprise, Mac in person is more complex than he is on the page or on the record. Um, how frustrating is it that you have built such a recognizable public persona? Because it seems like when you talk about it, you're reconciling with, like, you're a slacker. You're like, yeah, well, mm-hmm. and you're touring. Like, I've seen you three times by mm-hmm. accident, like, two of those times. Mm-hmm. And you've been on tour for how long? Uh, pretty steadily since 2012, but, I mean, kind of more sparse three years before that too but i don't know yeah i mean i didn't come up with the slacker thing some blog came up with that but <laughs> do you remember the blog i have no idea <laughs> i don't know but now it's like you know anytime it's like a pitchfork article or like anything it's like slacker prints like yeah it's like, Dude, right. that was the exact it was like yeah slacker prints makes good and yeah, I'm yeah like, it's kind of like yeah, whatever you know but uh, i mean i don't mind people can say whatever they want but um we do tour a lot I'm not slacking off that that hard, you know. Yeah, so. but you can slack off a little bit. Like, yeah, I mean, you know, I think it's I think it's more the uh, people see like, oh, like it looks like he doesn't wash his clothes very often, or like look at his <clears> gross <throat> shoes, or right. doesn't get a real haircut. You know, it's kind of like okay, the haircut. Well, you got a hat on. Haircut, I can't. I can't actually fine. tell. Him. It's fine enough. It's yeah. fine. Yeah. It's fine. But, also, you know what? I think another thing is like you look like you're having fun. Yeah. Which is a, a dangerous... You can't, you can't be working hard if you're having fun. Yeah. There's, there's some shit like that. It's crazy. Well, some musicians look miserable on stage. Like See, that, I've br- always had brooding. a problem with that. I've always... It's weird. Oh, that's so weird to me. It's kind of like pretty lucky to be able to do that kind of thing. Yeah. So no, I mean... Gotta count your blessings, I think. Yeah, you do. I mean, I was walking inside, and there was a long line of mm-hmm. people waiting and everyone yelled because I had I, the the mics were in like a guitar case, mm-hmm. and all of them started yelling Mac, Mac. I'm like I don't even believe in I don't have a hat. <laughs> I'm not Mac, and they, but like people are, it's you've created this really. Everyone has a you know people who are successful have a fan base, mm-hmm. but your fan base is like I got like almost like deadhead style. It's pretty yeah. Cool. Is that okay? I love it. Yeah, the kids yeah. are, and they, they're, they're good people too. I mean, I know I've met a lot of. I put my address on my album, for example. I meet these yeah. people all the time. I want and, to talk uh, about that definitely. Yeah, about yeah. The... but no, they're good, good people, and um, you know, I owe them a lot. They pay my rent. They do. Yeah, you know, it's the uh, they're the reason I'm able to not have a real job. So there you go. This is is, is it not a real job? Uh, I mean, it's like yes and no, right? We have like you know, we do the taxes, we do the yada yada yada. Are you doing your taxes though? Really? Yeah, I don't fucking think you're doing taxes. But um, but I I guess it's a job, but it's like not. I mean, it doesn't feel like you know working at a grocery store or something like that. So, so I mean, it's great. It's great. What's the worst part or the most draining part of doing this? Yeah, I hate flying. I really hate are flying. You, are you a fear of flying? Or? Sometimes I'm fearful of it, but it's just mainly like a pain in the ass. You know, and I'm, huh. I smoke cigarettes, so it's like, right. it's like you have a van, you can just hop in the van, you can go. Somebody's got to pee, you can just pull over, and get a food somewhere, whatever. Plane is like <laughs> it's just it's like claustrophobic. Like you're 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 in captivity for not only on the plane itself, but like you know, as soon as you go through security, it's like. It's a long process, you know. It takes like two hours to get on the flight. Sometimes even longer to get your bags when you get up. It's a pain in the ass. <laughs> Hate it. Yeah. Well, so if if you were allowed to smoke on the plane, yeah, would that make it okay? Would that make it tolerable? Yeah, maybe a little bit more. I don't know. I just don't really. It's terrifying. You're in this like tin, you know, fucking huge thing it's floating yeah right you're really banking on those people yeah. doing their like it's it could so easily yeah get screwed up so many little bits and parts i, I know it. i always think if if one little part goes into like to the propeller yeah what do you are do we then? fucked is that who knows but you know it's, i i do have the, the one perk is since we do it so much i have a like the sky miles program yeah. thing now so now you know three <laughs> yeah. bags get the front of the line no problem but yeah i guess you did yeah some pitchfork interview where you're like yeah i bring the card out because they don't think i have one yeah that's the, anytime i can you know do something like that where it's like you, you know they, they think that i'm just a, a, a schlub or something and then it's like actually 
Well, you've mastered the schlub look. Because you, you could buy different clothes, but it, you like it. Like I could, yeah, I could. Uh, I don't know. I mean, I no, you don't think you could buy a different well, clothes? I haven't, I haven't gone and bought like a new piece of clothing from like a new store right. in, in so long. Probably in like 10 years ten or something. Years. Maybe not. Maybe like eight years. Like I, the only thing that I used to buy new was like jeans before. But then I just... And I was like, ah, I'm just gonna wear like shitty, like you know, worker guy Levi's. So right. Get those at, at you know, Savers or whatever. Um, <laughs> shout just, out, yeah. shout out to Savers. Right I love there. Savers. I, I love that. <laughs> I love. Uh, what's the other great one out there in uh, Unique in New York? That's a good. I one. have no idea what that is. Um, but I, it's more fun to go to the thrift store. You find weird stuff. Yeah. When know. did you move here? To New York? Yeah. Um, yeah. By here, I mean I guess the United States. States. Yeah. yeah. Uh, would have been t- probably 2014 or 13. So recently? Mm, yeah, not not too long ago. In the middle of touring, sort of. How did that work? Just kind of by accident. Well, me, my girlfriend and I had packed up our apartment in Montreal. And I was like, I don't want to have a lease anymore. Screw this. You know, like, let's do something else. Right. And then at the end of one of the tours, we just wound up in New York. And it was like, okay. And my friend had a room opening up in this place, the Meat Wallet. And it was like kind of like a venue, like warehouse space. Um we moved in there and then lived there for a while, and then I got this other house that I live in now. And uh, yeah, it's, it's all right. Mm. Was it time to leave Montreal? Did, I never really liked Montreal. No, you know, I don't. A lot of people really like it, and a lot of people defend it. Well, I think if I, every time I talk to someone from Canada, they like there's a lot of allegiance to Canada. Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah. I mean, it's like. That's the thing for me is Canadians are always like, no, we're hella different than Americans. But it's like, <laughs> not really, you know. It's like, it's pretty much the same country. But uh, there's some differences, I guess. But I don't know. Montreal's, Montreal's like Canada's only, like, college town, pretty okay. much. Because there's not, in the States, it's like you move, some, a lot of kids move to weird small places just to go to the school there. You know, or mm-hmm. like, it's like a, a town or like a, you know, group of little towns will be surrounding, like, Bard College or something, you know. <laughs> but, um but in Canada, there's just the universities in the main cities, pretty much, and that's where kids go to school. Like, there's not designated spots. But Montreal is definitely like it's got two of the big universities in Canada there, and it's like yeah, tons and tons of students. And it's weird too because it's like there's this segregation between the French Canadians and the English. Like uh-huh. all the English people live in certain neighborhoods. The French don't really like they get angry if you can't speak like their like tongue of like French. Can you speak French? No. My girlfriend can, I can't. Mm. But, um, yeah, it's weird. It's just a weird place, and it's super, super cheap to live there. That's kind of why I was enticed to it in the first place. And I had a lot of friends there. I mean, I, don't get me wrong, I have a good time there sometimes. Right, right. But, um, but I don't, it's weird. It's kind of like the inverse of how Australia works, where it's like people grow up and live in Australia, and the minimum wage is like 20 bucks an hour or something. It so, is? Oh, yeah, it's crazy. Everything's a little bit more expensive. Like, cigarettes are like 40 bucks or something. What? Yeah, it's insane. But, <laughs> That's uh, not a little bit more. That's yeah. like a radical... Yeah, it's, it's a lot. Maybe that. Mae like 25 Oh, that's because they don't want people smoking. That's, that that's what it was. Yeah, that too. But, yeah. but it's like people... You know, you can work a normal job there and save up a buttload of money. Not in Australia. In Australia, you're just the same as everybody else. Right. You go anywhere else and you're like, Mom, I'm a baller. You know, it's like, because <laughs> everything's half as much, but the dollar, their dollar is like, I don't know about it anymore, but it was like on par with the States at one point. Huh. So it sucked for us going there because it's like, oh, it's like double price land. And then everywhere else is like, but in Montreal, it's the inverse where it's, it's like everything is so cheap. Like groceries are so cheap. Rent is so cheap. And you can, like, be a pimp in Montreal. Like, you know, a lot of my friends, like, have these <laughs> little apartments and, like, with their girlfriends, this domesticated lifestyle. But they wouldn't be able to do it anywhere right. else. It's just, like, only in, like, this, like, super cheap, like, ghetto zone. A domesticated lifestyle? Yeah, I hate that. I hate it. Well, what's your lifestyle? I mean, you have... So you have that place in New York. Mm-hmm. And you've been with the same girl for a while, right? Yeah, pretty long time, yeah. How do you, How does that work? How do you, do, how do you like, sustain... You've been together for, like, a decade, right? Something Ooh, like that? not that long. Maybe five or six years. Okay, I'm um, being optimistic then. Yeah. No, uh, <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I just... I used to... I don't know. When I was younger, I'd have long-term girlfriends. Right. And then I went through a couple of years of, like... Uh, Dating? Sort of. <laughs> when you couldn't really stick, stick to one girl for a while, but... Um, yeah. And then, yeah, I don't know. I've just known Kira for a long time. We grew up together. 
we didn't start dating until I was like 20 or 21 or something. But mm. man, it was just chill. It was easy. You know? I love the way you explain that. Yeah. Like, it is so little, um, like, emotional weight to it at all. It's like, oh, yeah, things are good. Well, and it's cool. You, know, you matter. We get along together. You talk. It's fun. Yeah, she likes you. Yeah, it's tight. <laughs> this is not, I just think maybe it's, I'm talking for myself, but, like, it's not always, it's not always not, it's not that easy. Yeah, I know, sometimes. Well, I mean, you know, it's like, that's his life. I'm just happy I got a chill girlfriend. Yeah. Right. <laughs> so you're in New York, and uh, people are coming to your house. This yeah, is like a I, not as much as they were when the album first came out, because right. it's been out for a little while now, but... Uh, but yeah, I still get people every once well, in a while. When I heard that, I was like, "Oh man, you really—that's a—that's a dicey move." I feel like people would do like they'd want to come out. Yeah, I, I wasn't sure what to expect because the thing is, I thought that it was far enough away. So I live in a neighborhood called Far Rockaway. Right, so I've Rock heard. I talked to someone in New York that's like, "Oh, it's pretty far." Yeah, like, it's far. It, it's it's like an together. hour and a half train ride out of the city, yeah. but it's still considered Queens. So it's like in New York City, but it's you know as far as you can go. But um. But I don't, yeah, I don't know. I, I thought like it was far enough away, and I, I'd only lived there for a winter when I did the album, so like nobody's <clears> out there ghost town, you know. And then you know, little did I know, in the summertime turns into beach town, yeah, and everybody goes down all the time. Um, so you had a lot of kids. Yeah. So by. what's that like? I mean, how did you deal with that? You let all of them in? I mean, that's yeah, yeah, pretty much. I mean, a lot of people go not like thinking to look at the tour dates or anything like that. So a lot of people, I have a lot of stuff that gets left there. Oh, because I'm just not there. That I'm mean, I'm on tour a lot, so. Right. But yeah, I don't know. If kids come by, I'm happy to hang out. Yeah, really. You haven't had For the most part. You yeah. haven't had like a. There's got to have been some time a kid came. You're like, oh, dude, not right now. Some. I mean, I, I, I just, woke, I just woke the fuck up. Like, please. If they come like at the crack of dawn, and I'm still sleeping. I just go back to sleep. But. Uh, <laughs> But I don't know. I, the only time that really freaks me out is when they come really late. It's like some kids, like, you know, drunk teenagers rolling <sighs> up at, like, 1 in the morning. I'm like, this is not, like, a bar, you guys. Like, it's an like invitation for coffee. You don't drink coffee this late at night. Like, you're drunk. Like, your parents know where you are. Like, God damn it, you know. But, <laughs> but uh, look yeah. at these kids you've influenced, Mac. Yeah, let's go get drunk at Mac's house. Like, oh, fuck. Yeah. <laughs> uh, no, Do you think Mac will give us coffee at 1 a.m.? Let's, let's see what happens. At the Friday night right there. Yeah. <laughs> well, I think that may be the first time in music history that someone dropped their address. Maybe. I don't know. I mean, I always like, you know, there's the stories of people knowing where John Lennon lived. and Right. Maybe it's just people know of if you're super famous, but people probably, I mean, I don't know. I don't think they really cared that much before, but so I just gave it to them and now they know. Yeah. And there you go. Has it been quick, like the in terms of like recognition? Because mm-hmm. two garnered like quite a bit of attention. Yeah, and then Salad Days was like it, that's like, that's whoa. yeah. That's how I first learned about you for Salad Days. Oh, cool! And then I went back. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I think that was the one that broke it open. Yeah, I don't know. Um, it was interesting. I mean, Rock and Roll Nightclub came out before two, and that was kind of like. It was like, oh, here's a record, and like we could play little shows in some cities yeah, and states. Yeah. Sometimes nobody would come. Sometimes people would come. Mm. Um, and but like when when no one came, mm-hmm. were you okay with that? Like, did did, did yeah, it not fine. deter you at all? No, I mean, I'd already been used to playing, you know, a whole <laughs> tours where no one comes for like five years. Really? At that point, so. So it wasn't anything new, but it, you know, the new part was that we could play in like the bigger markets, like Austin, Chicago, New York, LA, right. and Portland, and like play to some people. And it was like, ooh, this is cool. But yeah, you know, still getting there, like the, playing the Missoula show to like four or three <laughs> people is like okay. You know. But um, how do you keep up like the energy and the passion when there's like three dudes, two of which are asleep? Um, I think I mean it probably would be different now, but at the time it's like you know me and all my friends. Right. It's like going just going across the states was like crazy enough at the time because we hadn't really done it that much and and yeah I mean and just being with my homies and and having like an opportunity like being there like legally for the first time like, <laughs> were you there illegally a lot i used to cross over quite a bit um <laughs> you're okay i would be going camping but, yeah uh, it was a camping trip yeah <laughs> but uh but no it was um 
I don't know. It's just fun. Touring is insane. You know, it's like crazy. And even if I remember when no one would come to the show, sometimes it's frustrating because you have no money whatsoever. But yeah. It's great. You know, it's like a fun time. You're like on this trip. You get to play your music. It's cool, too, because back th- now it's kind of like, you know, I'm still, you know, trying to have do a good show and impress people or right. whatever and ha- have a good vibe. But back then it was like you really, like, yeah, you if you impress the first time, then you come back next time and uh-huh. there's a couple more people at your show and a couple more and a couple right. more. But um, So you're really giving it your all in there. Yeah, yeah. It was fun. Uh, and I, I mean, I still do, but in a different way where it's kind of, it's, you know, it's just a different vibe to walk into a, you know, a small club and have no one know who you are yeah, and be like, this is what we do. As opposed to, you know, I'll walk out tonight and everybody's like, Oh my fucking God. They're going to freak the fuck out. Yeah. It'll be cool. It's, it's, both uh, things are cool, but it's just diff- different. Yeah. They're just different. Yeah. When did you have a show and you thought, Oh shit. Like we got something really um, something here. I don't know. I mean, Maybe it was not even one show, but like a year. Yeah, I think it was like, I mean, Rock and Roll Nightclub was out and we were touring that in the States. And then we got back to New York uh, for CMJ, I think in 2012 or something like that. But um, the two album like had just came out right as Uh our CMJ shows were happening. So it was like all of a sudden all of our New York shows were like bigger and like all sold out. And I was like, what the fuck? And then we went to Europe for the first time we were kind of like well it's probably going to be like our US tour it's going to be fucked up and weird and, you know. yeah. but all those shows they weren't big shows they were small places but they were all like sold out and everyone it was like the cool show in town yeah. and uh, that was like all, me and all the guys were just like what the fuck yeah. like, and it, all it took was like a pitchfork review or something you know it's like that's and all of a sudden people are interested in what you're doing but but I am quite thankful for that though yeah <laughs> it was, uh, it that's cool. a lot of power for do you think they have that much power I mean, I think a lot of blogs wrote it, but I always just kind of say Pitchfork because it's the one that... It's like the catch-all. Yeah, but um, but the the album got... You know, NME was covering it, Stereogum, all those... Like the main indie blogs or whatever. But yeah, it was nuts. Just uh, Especially in Europe, too. It's like, oh, we're going to play shows here now. And it's like, oh, there's actually people. There's going to be people here, too. Yeah, Yeah. Bizarre. Mm. But cool. Now when you go on stage, because I saw you... I don't remember the last time. Maybe Pitchfork? Did you do Pitchfork last year? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's totally... It's like... Like you said, you go on stage and... Like, it explodes. Yeah. It's fun. It's like uh, people, people... Well, they're expecting something now. Right. You know, which is also an interesting thing to think about. Do you um, think they're like... I don't know. They're more excited by you than the music in some cases definitely yeah i mean that's the thing too is a lot of bands nowadays or just in, in general in the history of but like something it's you know I, mean, I i care a lot about the music but you yeah. know i i like to do interviews and i you know i'm not gonna be like i'm not trying to really put anything on but i think people you know people will do an interview with me or a video and they'll pick out the like ah, super goofy like cigarette trick in the teeth, right. you know? so there's all this other shit that people kind of you know me and my friend my guys in my band we're, we like to be funny with each other yeah, make yeah, funny yeah. videos but a when lot of you, people pick the, up on the, that the, stuff the, <laughs> player hmm? do the player the player thing like player. yeah I heard that's like one that like for some reason broke out on the internet yeah, I don't know. it's like you did it at Pitchfork once and like everyone's like oh is he gonna say that I'm like I don't fucking know yeah I don't know I have no idea it's weird but it it's interesting. I mean, I don't really mind if people are more into like dumb videos or whatever, but yeah, I mean, as long as I can stay focused on making music and keeping myself happy, that's cool. But, um, oh yeah, it's, it's interesting though. But it seems like it the goofiness around. comes pretty natural. Yeah. I mean, I'm not really putting on a, a uh, obviously when I'm on a stage and putting on a show, but yeah, yeah, yeah. just having a good time. So whatever yeah. happens, happens. I'm glad people like it. I think the funny thing is, as the crowd has gotten a little bit younger, like we try to do all ages shows and yeah. stuff a lot now. But back in the day when it was all like 21 plus and we were doing the goofy shit and we were all like, some people would really like it, but other people would yeah. really dislike it. Yeah. So, but you don't, you don't really hear the complaints about that as much anymore. But. Well, you did. Uh, I saw you at the Fillmore, I think it was like a year and a half ago. Yeah, a while ago. And you did like a 12 minute rendition of some song. Yeah, like I, I don't know what it was something about America it was like an American anthem type song taking care of business it may have been it's actually by Canadian men was it is it really BTO oh look at that <laughs> could have been that who knows but 
I just remember there were people in the audience like, what is going on? No, wait, it was probably the theme from Top Gun. Yeah, that's what it was. Yeah. God damn it, yeah. 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 And was... I remember some like some people were like, this is amazing. Other people were like, what the fuck's going on? Yeah. It was, that was kind of like, a, I, I find encores like really stupid for the most part. It's well, like, just don't do it. Like, just say, this is the encore. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, that's the thing. It's like we get called back out, so we go out, and instead of playing, you know, some bands like leave a chunk out of their, their sets. Best. They they can, have, no, they put like their best song. Yeah, yeah. but we're going to play all of our songs in the normal part, so if we come back out, it's either going to be like, like for, yeah, we did that. We, we started doing that on that tour, <laughs> the Top Gun thing. It didn't last very long, but. <laughs> it was kind of amazing. It was, yeah, I mean, that the idea behind that is like just to do it for so long that people start leaving, which is like. Well, it happened, and yeah. I, but the thing, I think I was drunk enough at that point. And I was, like, mesmerized by how, like, the endurance. Because you guys were all exhausted doing it, too. I was really, really, really hungover that day at the Fillmore, too. Like, Do you remember this? Yeah, I remember. Because <laughs> I, I don't remember getting woken up in L.A. And then I got in the van and, like, carved out a little, like, sleeping nook in between <laughs> all the gear in the back. And just fell asleep and then was woken up outside the Fillmore. And I was like, oh. That's like, the worst feeling yeah, it was for awful. anything. Yeah, like, it was waking awful. up. When you're like, my mom used to drive me around. Yeah. So I'd go to like, oh, sudden an hour pass, I wake up, and you're at the destination. Yeah. It's the worst feeling. It sucks. And then you have to play a show like that, and it's like, oh, my God. See, that I don't know. I don't know what that's like. Right. Yeah, How do you do fun. that? Uh, I usually just have to drink more. Ah, look at that. Yeah, a vicious circle. It's a vicious, beautiful circle. Yeah. also remember about that show which was kind of frustrating just as an audience and i'm sure you, mm-hmm. you were annoyed people kept fucking coming on stage mm-hmm. what is that i don't know kids it's interesting because i kind of take it like you know you know how like uh morrissey people have been doing that to morrissey for like right 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 20 years or something and that's cool because people come up and they like hug him and he's just kind of doing his thing but it's funny with my fans i think it's the same Mentality, maybe where it's like oh, I just want to say what's up. Real yeah. Quick. Well, I think it's because you seem like their buddy. Yeah, which is you know, and that's I'm I'm cool with that. But it's like the funny thing is you know, you know, older Smiths fans versus a lot of the kids like the millennial style, like young kids that are my like they come up and they're like weird. I'm on the stage. Yeah. It's like the selfie. Always the selfie. And, yeah, and it's just kind of like you don't need to be taking that right now. The, like, it's yeah, like you're there. Yeah. Just say, just one, you shouldn't be there, but if you are... You need the proof. No, you don't. Just, like, have the memory. It's okay to just have the memory. It's crazy. But... And then they try to, like, ah. One dude who I actually know mm -hmm. from college kissed you. Mm -hmm. And I was like, I don't want to know you right now at all. (laughs) It's like, I don't know. I, I would find that frustrating. It's, I mean, if they start stepping on the shit and knocking stuff over, that's kind of a pain in the ass, but... For the most part, it's not too much. What does it take for someone to get you angry? Because right now you're like mm. the most calm, relaxed, kind person. I don't know. Um, angry. You know, when I do get angry during shows is when pretty much the only time is when the security gets a little bit too touchy with the with the kids. Like, because I mean, you know, the thing is, like, kids can come up on stage, maybe it disturbs mm. the show a little bit, you know. But we can take care of it. Like, come on, guys, we got to play another song. But, like, sometimes at festivals or where the team hasn't been briefed or something, it's like, you know, I've seen these guys, like, choke kids out what? and shit. And that, that, that really gets me going. But uh, <laughs> You really, you really... Uh, I have a fun, you, there's a funny story about it, actually. In okay. Vancouver, this kid came on stage, and the security, like, put him in a headlock and started dragging him off the stage. And I came up, and I was like, get the fuck off that kid, <laughs> and pulled him off. And then the guy, he, like let go of the kid and he looked at me and he choked me and what? picked me up and threw me into my monitor and I was like Ugh! and then I stood up and I was like I'm wearing the guitar man like what the fuck and he was like and the whole place big place started booing him yeah <laughs> so I mean. he like started glitching out and like took his head set off and like all this shit and just bounced it was really sketchy it was really when weird. was this a couple of years ago that's um, insane yeah it was really weird I'm not I'm not like surprised he left yeah, I think he got fired. From oh, that he's too. for sure getting fired. Yeah. There's not there's not a scenario where he gets to stay employed. No, 
It was, I felt, yeah, it was weird. Yeah, that's not good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so that's like the worst case scenario. Yeah. Pretty so much. the only time you telling me the only time you get angry in life is when a security guard is um, mean to kids. Yeah. I mean, I feel like you're not telling me shit. I, I, I get angry. I, I try and not get angry that often, but you know, another time if people are like, if people take advantage of like some situation or like, you know, whenever I feel like someone's trying to fucking milk me a little bit. Does that happen often? Sometimes. I think a lot often people don't realize that they're doing it, but it it is funny now that I'm in a position where, say, I do something, you know, like hold up somebody's something or whatever, then it's kind of like, and I don't really like to endorse things that much, you know, unless right. it's something that I really care about. But, um... Yeah, it's just weird. It's weird. Especially You're definitely in a position. <laughs> the, apparently, the basketball game has just That's turned so. on. I just want to, you can take it out, I'm sure. Um, you're definitely in a position of power now. Like, yeah, and, 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 like bit, it's weird. Know. It's weird, but like, I can see why someone would try to be like, oh. Well, yeah. it's just, I mean, it's just, you know, it's not, I don't get mad necessarily, but it just kind of like puts me in a weird spot. Yeah. I mean, how do you respond to that? I'll just say no. Oh, okay. Usually, good. but, but I, I don't know. It's funny because it was never like that. No, before, dude. It only happens when, like, yeah, this like you're selling out the warfield. Yeah, it's that, weird. That, that's when it happens. I like this place. It's nice. It's interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Are you happy with how this has all turned out tonight? You mean? Or no, in general? Yeah, in general. Yeah, of course. It's like yeah. incredible. No complaints. Like, like never really thought that th- I would be doing this really as much as I am well I mean I knew I was going to play music right. forever but what were you doing as a kid um I think I was a pretty regular kid played some video games was like a bit of a computer guy or something. never wanted to pick up an instrument because my whole family are musicians so I was like nah, I don't need that then I did and I was like okay so I can do this <laughs> did it feel natural like the first sort of I mean it was like I picked up a guitar and was like whoa why am I so much better than all the other guys at the school um, <laughs> like I, I learned how to shred like really yeah, really quickly quick and they were all like fuck you okay but um <laughs> yeah I don't know I mean I by the time I was like a late teen like I was like music guy played in bands but you know it's like I, I a lot of even like bigger indie bands or even smaller nobody came to my hometown so for me it was all about like the local scene uh-huh. and like the people that were involved in that and these people were like oh, I was like oh like the gods of Edmonton you know um so the goal the goal was like I want to be the king of Edmonton sort not even I mean no, I never I never really like king but like yeah you want to be like the dude yeah, like, yeah. I just wanted to be in bands and, and play and, and hang out and I never really set goals or I don't really have expectations or you anything like that. You don't seem like, like a goal person. No, it's just kind of like, you know, take it as it comes. But but no, I mean, it's funny because it, back then I would have never thought like like a venue this size. Like, yeah, fucking right. You know, like, <laughs> it's ridiculous. But um, You've done bigger than this now, I'm sure. Yeah, we played the Greek theater the other, well, a couple nights ago. It's fucked up. It's a that's huge in, place. That's incredible. It's fucked up. Yeah. <laughs> but, um... I don't know. Just kind of do it and hopefully keep doing it for a while. That's okay. You know, I don't want to. I don't want to be like Beyonce or something. I, I, if it happens, whatever. But I don't really. Yeah, if you become Beyonce, that would be interesting. Yeah, yeah. If I got the whole ching ching, you know. But yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, but would, uh, how am I going to be able to? That people are not going to know what you just did. I just since uh, did a how do I to motion that I grew boobs and removed my penis for anybody listening out there. <laughs> But, uh, um, I don't know. I, I think, uh, setbacks, I mean, it's frustrating. Like sometimes you'll be working on an album or something like that, like, you know, that kind of stuff. And it's like, ah, oh, darn it. Like, you know, or you have a bad show some night. It's like, God oh, dang it. You know, but in the grand scheme of things, right. it's like, whatever. It's kind of silly. Yeah. The whole thing that we do is so silly anyway, that it's just kind of like. You mean the music you make? Well, I, I take the music seriously, but it's like to be able to like make a living and travel yeah. the world and shit doing this is like s- pretty strange. Yeah, you know? it's odd. It's like like this, the, the fact that like we're having this conversation. Yeah, it's weird. It's, yeah. It's, but, but it's cool. Yeah, it's fun. Might as well is the way I kind of yeah. look at it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, on these long tours, how do you like remain sane when like you're going to all these cities, you're waking up? Mm-hmm. Like at these shows, like at the film where you like woke up, 
Mm. I imagine. I don't know, like, if you guys are all in a van, I don't know what your whole deal is now. Yeah, but you like, just do a van. I, I think, I don't know. I mean, it's, like, pretty much second nature to me now. Really? Like, we just, I'm so used to, like, sleeping in hotels or, or it, not even, I mean, in the States, we just stay at people's houses, so. So I, I try and keep it, like, you know, there are certain things, like, I'll never take a tour bus or something like that, because I, I feel like it would kind of make things a bit strange. But, you know, we hang out all day in the van, get gas, have lunch, you know, just hang out with my friends and then play the show, try and meet people, try and uh-huh. hang out in the city every night. And I don't know, just try and live, like, a, as normal as I can, even though it's kind of weird. It's completely weird. Yeah. Does it ever get, like, uh, too repetitive? Um, yeah. Usually around those times is like, I mean, the the touring part can be as wacky or as chill as you want, as a, you know, any of us want it to be like, oh, I'm tired today. I'm going to go back to the hotel. Right, like, right. Oh, it's party tonight. Yeah. So that's always kind of fresh. And if you're in a different city every day, so, but the repetitive part becomes when we've been playing like the same set for a really long time or yeah. something needs to get switched up. So <laughs> when that's usually when it's like new album time. So then... I'll, you know, I get the Oh, itch. I get it. Okay, so like it, you get this, the tour feels stale, and you're like, okay, we need to. Yeah, we need uh, to it's, start again. It's like a kind of a balance thing where it's like touring is fun until you want to do a new album, right? And then that's fine, but it leads to more touring. So it's just kind of like rear, rear. That's but, a uh, yeah, that's a cycle you got going on. Yeah, but it's cool. I enjoy it. I enjoy doing it. But yeah, speaking of albums, I'm interested in. I re-listened to two Salad Days, another one, and then some other ones, I think. is. Mm-hmm. I see, um, like, you kind of have created your own style in, in, in a very specific way, which is great, because you've mastered it, I think. Mm-hmm. You've also created, like, not by your choice, but imitators that are, especially in San Francisco, because I live here, mm-hmm. and I go to a lot of house shows, and so many bands sound like your music <laughs> and it's not it's not good no, it's, it's not your fault it's not I mean it is your fault but like what are you gonna do yeah I don't know but I guess what I'm trying to ask is do you feel the need to like reinvent yeah I mean especially now I think cause I was working on a record before this tour I didn't end up finishing it but it was kind of starting to creep down the same kind of trajectory right. as, say, Salad Days or another one or uh-huh. something like that. Because I think, like, from two to Salad Days, mm-hmm. I think, to me, it's, like, a noticeable difference. Yeah, yeah. From Salad Days to another one, I mean, I like another one. Yeah. yeah. I think it's good. It's, it's, I mean, it's kind of like just an extension of Yeah, Salad. it feels like an like extension. It's like an EP or whatever. Right. So. But, um, but, yeah, I mean, it, it, that was a thing. Like, some other ones, that I think that was more of, like, a, cause a lot more keyboard and stuff. But, no, yeah. it's instrumental, so it's like yeah. doesn't really count, no, I guess. No, no, I liked it. But, um, but I don't know. I mean, it's like, because the biggest jump for me is Rock and Roll Nightclub to two. That's right, like, right, right. People were like, what the fuck? Yeah, everyone you know? felt that. <laughs> but uh, the truth of the matter is, like, I, I had a bunch of albums before Rock and Roll Nightclub, and that sounded a little bit more like two. Right. So it's kind of like Rock and Roll Nightclub was, like, the weird one in the middle. You're right. But um, but yeah, I don't know. I mean, I'm. We'll see what the next one's like. I don't really know, but I think it is definitely time for a little bit of a of a change or something. Maybe I don't know. Everyone's always like more, key, more keyboard, man. Chamber of Reflection again. Come on, it's like maybe. people love that song. Yeah, they really love that yeah. song. do something like that or maybe I mean you should do what you want to do exactly I just don't know what it is yeah the pro- the, 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 not the problem like the thing is you've just kind of perfected like that Mac I can't even I can't explain it the but jizz you know, jazz the jizz the, the jazz that's what I call it yeah, yeah. and it's and it's great like mm-hmm. it's fucking great and you could make five more albums like that yeah, exactly. and people would love it I'm gonna get bored of that you know so I'll, I'll figure something out I don't really know what I'm doing but uh, I have a bunch of new songs and, right. and shit. But uh, are you? I saw something. You were working with Tyler, the creator. Mm, Is that a real thing? No, no. I used to lie about that. Yeah. Um, to the press. 
It's a good thing to lie about. Yeah, it's funny. Oh, it was huge misdirection. He said we had a album called White Chocolate coming out, but it was just yeah. not... That would be incredible. Yeah, it would be cool. I he's, mean, he's a crazy, talented guy. Yeah, he's crazy. I haven't seen him in a long time, but uh, yeah, I don't know. I never collaborate with anybody, so I don't know. Is, is that how it's always going to be? Um, no, I've been playing with a couple people a little bit more, but it has to be somebody that I'm very comfortable with, you know, right. if I'm going to be, especially with like my own songs or something, because, you know. If, I'm, if we're like covering something or like doing something goofy, then it's like yeah, that's do different, right? But if it's like you know, I care about this recording, it's like hey, like get that fucking ghost note off yeah. the snake. I mean, it's like that's why I just prefer to do it myself because I have control over everything right. in that case. So your songs are really they're you, right? That they feel incredibly personal. Yeah, I guess it's. It, I think like you know, the tour Mac is like. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Check it out, and then the recording. It, like, I they're just, so different, man. Well, yeah, like, I just you, stay at home, and it's kind of like, so, like, be by myself time, you know. So I think it comes out with the songs, and then somehow the be by myself songs are translated to play in front of thousands of people songs. Which yeah, works. But well, contradictions, strange. Yeah. yeah, yeah. A lot about your relationship seems to be like a reoccurring. Yeah, I mean, I've always just kind of been, you know, I love the Beatles and, like, you know, classic, you know, pop bands. and But love songs are, like, the easiest kind of song to write, you know. <laughs> it's like, because everybody gets the tingle once in a while. So. Yeah. So it's kind of like, here we go, here we go, here we go, you know. Everybody gets the tingle. Yeah. No, that's true, and they're universal. It's very relatable to everyone. Yeah. I except, guess. Yeah, yeah. except your your thing you got going on is... Not as relatable. My long-term girlfriend. Yeah, you got like a healthy thing going on. Yeah, like chill. A, yeah, like a good thing. Yeah, it's tight. Uh, yeah, yeah. You know, it's what people want. They can. There's a lot of people out there. You can figure it out. Anybody can figure it out. Yeah, I mean, there. I'm, I'm sure so many people throw themselves at you. Uh, so I, I don't know. I mean, you, you're turning red a little. Just. Uh, <laughs> Now, Dude, I mean, a lot of I've fans, seen it, man. Like, lot, it, 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 but the thing yeah. is, a lot of my, especially okay. the girl fans are really young. Yeah, so no, no, like, no. It would be like eighteen-year-old, yeah, even younger than that. Like, uh, you know, so it's kind of like be careful, uh, yeah. throw, throw themselves like, Mac, let's take a picture. But yeah. like, yeah, no, no. <laughs> it's not exactly like, hey, baby. Yeah, you know, it's like, Whoa. yeah. But uh, yeah, I don't know. Uh, I just like my girlfriend. She's chill. So, hopefully it keeps working out. Yeah, a knock on... It's not really wood. Knock on... Yeah, some platinum. sort of plastic. Yeah. Um, I want to ask you about, like, the... A lot of cigarettes. Mm-hmm. That's, like, a lot. I know. It's not a good thing. Yeah, you doing okay? I'm fine, yeah. Uh, I should probably quit soon, though. That, uh, by the way, that's like, I think if there was a slogan for people who smoke cigarettes... I should probably quit soon. <laughs> yeah. Or yeah. I'm going to quit soon. Yeah. Or I quit three days ago. Yeah. I, uh... I love smoking cigarettes, you know? Well, but, I, I assume that, But yeah. now it's like, you know... And it's uh, it's part of my, like, persona and shit. It is, it's like, dude. It really is. It's kind of weird, but... I don't know. I don't know. Speaking of which... You just, you just throwing them in the trash? Well, it's empty. Uh, I thought that was a bold gesture you no, were making. No, 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 no. But, uh... <laughs> no, I don't know. I, yeah, I don't know. It's funny, because I... It's not that I... I it's interesting, because a lot of my fans are younger, like I was saying. And, you know, to be like, Mr. Cigarette Man. And people, yeah. you know, the press and, like, the photographers and shit are, like, really like to accentuate that and shit. And it's like... It's my life and my choice yeah, you know yeah. but it's like at the same time i don't want to fucking like see 14 year old kids uh, being like yo i smoke because of you it's like dude fuck. you gotta do your own life i mean well that's true it's, but it's like, like yeah it's true you're in that position and yeah. you could think about that and that would be nice but you if you're gonna stop do it on because you want to no yeah totally but it, you know uh, it, everything comes into consideration i only mention it because i just want you to live no, I'll, I'll, be, just, I'll be fine yeah i think maybe. yeah i mean it's, it's a complete dice roll I just yeah. want you to like to live past fifty. That'd be sick. It would be good, yeah. I think. Yeah. Because like, what are you going to do at fifty? <coughs> uh, smoke. <laughs> I'm just kidding. No, no. fuck off. I'll work on it. I'm heavily addicted to smoking, so it's kind of like no, no. <laughs> what's what's like the longest you've gone? Probably the flight to Australia in the past. <laughs> the past, I don't know, five years. Back. 
We'll work it out. I'll yeah, yeah, yeah. Name my body. Yeah. I'll figure it out. Yeah, yeah. yeah. What about other drugs? Part of the, uh, part of the equation? Not really. No, I'm not. I, I drink a lot. And that's about it. Yeah. I don't. Everybody thinks I smoke a lot of weed. I don't smoke weed at all. Uh-huh. Which is it's funny because it's like a big letdown for some kids. They're like, yo, man, you want to hit? I'm like, yeah. oh, I don't smoke weed. They're like. What's well, best not to what? make that assumption about? I, yeah. Well, I, it's part of the slacker thing. Yeah, where they're no, like, it yeah, is. pot smoker, like slacker, you know, yada yada yada. Yeah, which is fine to assume. I don't give a shit, but it's kind of like it is funny when kids are like, "What do you mean you don't smoke weed?" It's like, oh, whatever, fuck. <laughs> because you ruined like their image a little bit. Yeah, exactly. They had a nice Distort little their nice, idea. They had a nice little Mackie image, and now yeah. and now it's all fucked. Yun, Yun did it. <laughs> I just can't imagine, given that you're on tour and, like, people want to have fun at the end of a show, yeah. that would be hard to avoid. Drinking and stuff like that? Like, everything, dude. Like, just the whole, the whole yeah, thing. Yeah, I mean, I know how to reel it in if I need to reel it in, but, I mean, I, you know. And I'm not, it's interesting because I know a lot of people that are, like, wake up, like, need a beer, kind of. Like, yeah. when I'm home, I never drink or anything. I'm just chilling. I mean, I smoke a lot, but. Right. You know, I don't have like I don't think I have an issue. I, 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 when I get drunk, I get really drunk. That's a pr- kind of a problem. I think it's called binge alcoholism or something. So. Is it? I think so. But well, uh, is it like to the point where you don't remember shit? No, but I just like I'm like it's like the drinking culture where I'm from is kind of like it's a contest. Like, look, I can get more fucked up than you. It's like not even enjoying it. It's just like <laughs> so I kind of have that ingrained. But you know, if I I can just you know turn it off whenever I don't uh. really. It's interesting, uh, you know, but it is a lot of people that I know that do this in the tour. You know, I know a lot of people in bands have like a huge issue with like you can. There's always booze everywhere. And it's like encouraged. Like, you know, you're working tonight. Like, yeah, exactly. And you're not paying for it. It's fucked up. People want to give you that stuff. It's really like the kids who wanted to give you weed. I'm like, of course they want to. Yeah. Someone told me that. Like, you should give them. What are you talking about? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's really it's trippy, but it's. He's got to be careful, you know. Yeah, there's a lot of bands out there that get into some dark, nasty shit. But we're we're pretty uh, we're pretty PG. We're good guys too, so we got each other's. You backs. seem okay. Yeah, yeah. If anybody ever got out of line, I'd have to yeah <laughs> lay the lay the law down. Is stability not something you're interested in in terms? Because like you're on the road, mm-hmm. you have a house, but doing you said what for two, the last two years you've been pretty much. You mm-hmm. said since 2012 you've been touring a lot. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, isn't that hard to? I don't know. Even when I travel for like a month or something, I feel like fuck. Where's where am I living? Like where's my? Uh, I'm sort of. I mean, we have time off here and there, and it's like I know my girlfriend's there. I talk to her every day, and it's like. Does she come with you? Sometimes, sometimes she does, but most of the time she's at home. So that's gonna be hard. Yeah, it's hard, but we, you know, she's been there since before anybody gave a shit about what I was doing. So she's used to it as much as I am. But Uh, yeah, it changes and it gets. Sometimes it's easy, sometimes it's hard. Well, long term (coughs) seems it's never worked out for me. It will eventually. Don't worry. Long term relation? No, sorry. Long distance is what I meant. Oh, okay. Long term also is half true as well. But yeah, I don't know. I, mean, I love how you're giving me. It, it's fairly fine. I meant long like, distance. If you want it, then you're gonna be okay. I appreciate the encouragement. Yeah. <laughs> long distance is hard though. Like you're skyping, you got a Facetime. Yeah. I hate texting. I'm so yeah, terrible at texting. I don't know. It's just kind of like call her every day. I don't like the, any of the FaceTime or any of that shit. Well, sometimes that's yeah. nice, because I, I don't like ever seeing... Because my face is in the corner right there. Yeah, I don't like that. I don't want to fucking see that. No. But, um... I don't know. It works out. I mean, I'm pretty much supporting her, too, so I think she's kind of like, get out there and make that money. I'm like, okay. <laughs> sure. What does she do? She just works as a, a nanny in New York. She doesn't really work that much. She doesn't... I, I can take care of it, so... Yeah. So, yeah, we just... She does that, and she uh, is a, a little, you know, a little bit of an artist, but not like too serious. It paints a little bit and stuff. Uh-huh. So and then she just chills, you know. And she's a professional chiller. <laughs> is, is that what you are? Um, 
No, I'm a professional musician. <laughs> 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 a professional chiller. Yeah. Did she put that on her resume? Like, I don't think she's written up a resume in a long... I was thinking about that a little while ago. It's like, what the fuck would I put on my resume now? Uh, dude, you'd show up. You'd fucking show up. That you don't, You're at a point where you don't need a resume. Maybe. You're like, it's like... If, for like, what kind of job would I get? You oh, know? you're super not qualified for any job. Yeah. Except for playing music. Yeah. So something in the music industry. I don't know. But like, yeah, a law firm's not going to hire you. No, no. But also, you at a law firm would be... Interesting. A disaster. Yeah. I was going to say a disaster. It might be okay. You know, yeah. I know. You know, I've signed a few contracts no, in my I'm day. I'm sure now, you so. have. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Is she a citizen now? Or like, what is, what is my that? My girlfriend? Yeah, what? No, she's on a... I'm not either. We have a... Oh, just, you're not? We just have visas. Because that's... Oh, <clears throat> let my baby stay... Which that was I, before we figured out before, reason, Okay, because yeah. I've perfected, karaoke-wise, I've perfected that song. Nice. It's pretty good. Yeah. Well, there you go. I don't mean to like, say I'm better than you, but... <laughs> <laughs> no, but I heard that. I was like, oh, okay. What's going on there? Yeah. Um, it is funny, because... Yeah. I mean, we had visas to come down and play, but she didn't. But we, you now we've sorted it out, so it's fine. But Are you going to become a citizen? I tried to get a green card like a year ago, and they were like, nah, not this time, buddy. So I was like, okay, maybe next year. What was the rationale? The Of the the border people? Yeah, the, like, why do they not? Who knows? They don't let you know. They're just kind of like, uh, mm-hmm. it costs a lot of money, too. But um, I, I wish the rationale was like, you didn't get a 9.5 on Pitchfork. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. We had, you know, we the application process is crazy. You got to get letters from, like, all these crazy people. And it does cost a lot of money, but... Yeah, I don't know. It doesn't really change anything, you know? Like, I don't even know. Can you vote with a green card? I don't even know. I don't think so. I think you're still kind of like, not really a citizen, but like, you can hang out for a little bit longer. Yeah, dude, this country is like barely letting people who are citizens vote right now. It's crazy. It's pretty Pretty unnerving. Yeah, Yeah. it's pretty unnerving. So maybe you don't want to become an American citizen. True. Especially if uh, our boy Trump wins. Yeah. What do you? What's your scenario? What happens then? Like if he wins, I don't know. I mean, I don't think I would leave. But I want. I'm gonna. It's gonna give me an excuse to travel in my head. Yeah, but I think. I mean, if if it does come down to like him versus Hillary, like I think Hillary will hopefully win. But that'll be pretty weird too. I just hope Bernie takes it. But it's you know who knows. That'd be so nice. It'd be chill. It'd be. (laughs) It'd be chill. He's cool. But uh, we'll see. Who knows. And the last thing I thought we would talk about is your thoughts on politics. I don't really, I mean, I'm, I'm not a very, like, political no, guy. Like, I don't, you know, even in Canada and stuff, too, it was kind of like, oh, you know. But this one is kind of like, it's well, because the, this election is like, it's like watching a fucking cartoon. You know, no, it's like, yeah, yeah. It's crazy and so ridiculous. And also, like, then you think, like, oh, wait, yeah, and I live in this country, so, like, terrifying. Yeah. You know? Well, because there's a part that I think we're all like, let's just see. It can't be real. Like, no. let's and see it how far. Real, like, Donald Trump is getting. Really no, no, it's like, happening. It's it's fucking yeah. happening. He's like the the candidate now. It's like, uh, oh, yeah. yeah, it's crazy. What are the chances that you think it's like a big practical joke? Because he was a Democrat at one point. <laughs> he was. Yeah, man. Oh, I didn't know that. Um, he would he would go. I think the chances uh, are low because he's probably pumped a lot of money into it already. Yeah, that's true. Probably, you know, to, I'm sure he's loving the idea of him oh, in yeah. that Oval Office. Oh yeah, he's loving it. Yeah. <laughs> oh boy, that would be interesting. Yeah, it would be interesting. Not actually, no, it would be interesting. Dude. Well, it'd be interesting, like a in a morbid sense. Yeah. Sketchy. It would be sketchy. It would be sketchy. Yeah. Um, I think you'd be more fit than Trump to be president. I don't think so. I don't, <laughs> I don't know. You're about the, just as qualified yeah, as maybe, Donald Trump. Maybe, yeah. <laughs> Me or Trump, that would both be you know terrifying. But who knows? <laughs> uh, you don't think about goals, which is a good. I like kind of want to accept that I'll be. Pre- I want to be president someday. Yeah, well, we we recognize that. Yeah. I mentioned that at the top. Don't yeah. worry. Um, but. You have a career, like it, music's not just your hobby yeah, yeah. anymore. Like it's a business. Yeah, it's how you support your life. You're talk, like you're signing contracts. You're mm-hmm. with a record label. Does it does it ever feel like it's work in a sense that it's no, like it feels like more obligatory? Uh, 
Sometimes, but not the, you know, not the music part, not the playing part, not the making the music part. The other stuff can feel weird because yeah. it is weird, you know. Um, it, uh, yeah, I don't know. A lot of people I don't know, devote devote their lives to trying to make big rock star cash off like indie rock, which is like so bizarre to me in the first place. But uh, who's doing that? It's just like people, you know. It's kind of like the indie music world is right. like more. There is a little bit of money flowing. I can't around tell now, the difference. Like, I'm not like deep inside it. You know, just just like you know, like pitchfork bands are like you know bigger right, right, people right. that can play spots like this. I don't know. It's, right. But uh, I just try and keep. You know, I have a manager that I trust a lot now, and and you know, I have a good team that I've built. So it's kind of like any opportunity, I can just be like, I don't give a shit, or like you take care of it. Right. Then I do. You know, so I can focus on the part that. You know that I, you know the reasons that I started doing it in the first place. Right. So. It sounds like you have a perfect setup here. It's tight. Yeah, it's pretty good. Yeah. So is this? Could life continue this way for like the next? How old are you? Twenty six. Twenty six. Yeah. That's funny. For some reason, I thought you were older. No, I look a little older. I think. <laughs> nah. Yeah. yeah. The road will do that to you a little bit, but um. <laughs> I mean, yeah, that's the other funny thing, too, is it's kind of like there is this, we, you know, we've set this thing up this way. It is like kind of a job now or like, have, you know, it's a business or whatever. But, you know, the way the Internet is and the way that people are and the, there's, you know, like I'm not people aren't going to be coming to huge shows like this for me for who knows how long. I don't you know. It doesn't this kind of thing doesn't last forever. So it's kind of like, well, are you OK with the idea of going back to those shows that are like 100 people? Of course. Yeah. I yeah. mean. Yeah, and whatever happens, like it doesn't really, doesn't matter. You know, it's kind of like there's an opportunity here. Great, I'm gonna do it. You know, but if it changes, and that's fine, I'll figure it out. You know, very level-headed. Well, you kind of gotta be because this is all just so. It's a lot of shit. It's all not like the us getting served food out there. Like it's just like that's cute. eh? Yeah, I've had nonsense like that before, and it's just, but it's not reality. Like, it's it's reality, but it's heightened. Yeah, it's weird. It's odd. It's cool. Yeah. (laughs) Life's not that bad. No, it's not. (laughs) Well, uh, hey, thanks for doing this, man. No problem. I hope you had a... I got a little sleepy. And then a yawn. Uh, Hey, thanks for having me on the show. (laughs) (laughs) Well, there it is. A big thanks to Jessica Linker and Sam McAllister at Pitch Perfect for helping arrange this interview. Also, shout out to Joe. I, I don't have your last name, Joe, but I think he works at the Warfield, and he let us use his office space, so thank you for that. You can stream Mac's latest album, Another One, on Spotify, where they also have a majority of his discography. And lastly, a final thanks to Mac for sitting down on Talk Easy. Remember to subscribe to the show on iTunes and SoundCloud or your favorite podcasting app. If you want to drop us a line about anything, feel free to do so at talkeasypod at gmail.com. I promise I read and respond to every one of these, even the spam. You can also follow the show on Twitter and Facebook at TalkEasyPod. And lastly, if you have a spare moment in your busy day, please do consider giving us a review on iTunes. It helps us reach new listeners. Our theme music is provided by Vanilla. Our executive producer is David Chen. Graphics by Ian Jones. Technical assistance provided this week by Kyle Manchel. Photos by Garrett Frisbee. Also shout out to Maria Mayala, who is now doing our social media. And the show is produced and edited by Corey Atad. I'm your host, Sam Fragoso. Thank you for listening. I'll see you next week. got it yeah unless you want to say some goodbye words brush your teeth every day say hi to your mom for me (laughs) (laughs) choosing employee benefits can be hard keep your business competitive by looking out for your employees needs with quality benefits from the hartford the hartford group benefits team makes managing benefits and absences easy while providing your employees with a streamlined world-class customer experience that treats them like people not like policies 
From supplemental health benefits to coverage for life and loss, the Hartford has flexible products and personalized service solutions to meet the needs of your employees. Keep your workforce moving forward with group benefits from the Hartford. Learn more at thehartford.com benefits. The tradition of breaking tradition continues with the return of the unconventional awards from T-Mobile for Business at Mobile World Congress. This is an event that celebrates innovators whose bold actions took their industries to new places. If that sounds like you and you're a T-Mobile for Business customer, enter today. If you win, you'll be publicly honored amongst some of the most influential leaders in industry. And me, I'll be there too. Enter now at tmobile.com slash unconventional awards. See you there. Thinking of popping the question? Diamonds Direct has an offer you can't miss. This month only, buy a natural diamond engagement ring of one carat plus and receive a free natural one carat diamond tennis bracelet valued at $2,000. Imagine giving her the ring of her dreams and her wedding gift all at once. No one provides education, selection, and value like Diamonds Direct. Your chance to get a free tennis bracelet from your friends at Diamonds Direct won't last long. Details at DiamondsDirect.com.